The reading today comes from Deuteronomy 25, reading verses 13 through 16. Deuteronomy 25, 13 through 16. You shall not have in your bag differing weights, a heavy and a light. You shall not have in your house differing measures, a large and a small. You shall have a perfect and just weight, a perfect and just measure, that your days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord your God is giving to you. For all who do such things, all who behave unrighteously, are an abomination to the Lord your God. Please be seated. What the Lord is commanding here is that accurate weights and measures be used in economic transactions. In the ancient times, many uh, things that were purchased were uh, purchased according to their weight. Uh, If somebody wanted to purchase a pound of salt, uh, a scale would be set up and a one pound weight would be set on one side of the scale and then salt would be poured onto the other side until the, the balance came uh, and and was level. And this would indicate that a pound of salt had been poured onto the scale. But if the seller wanted to cheat his customers, uh, he would use a weight that was an ounce or two less than a pound. And he wouldn't tell his customer that he's using a lighter weight. Uh, He would let them think that they're getting the full pound of salt, but in reality, they were getting something less than a full pound, albeit paying for a full pound. And the same could be done with measuring products by volume. A seller could have different containers, one a little larger and another a little smaller. And when he was purchasing a gallon of milk from the dairyman, he would use a larger container, thereby getting himself a little bit extra milk. And when he was selling that milk to his customers, he could use a smaller container, thereby giving them a little bit less than a gallon, yet charging them for a full gallon. Several years ago, I visited a a tea shop in Chinatown, San Francisco's Chinatown. All, All the different herbs and teas were on display, and with each one, there was a cardboard piece of cardboard that functioned as a sign with the price of that particular tea and herb written on the sign. And so as I'm walking around, I'm looking at the different herbs and teas, and I'm looking at the the price of each. And then I inquired with the clerk about one particular tea. And the clerk walked over, grabbed the sign, flipped it around, and all of a sudden the price just became two or three dollars more. And instantly... I realized, it became clear to me, that there were two pricing systems in this particular store. There was one for the local Chinese people, and there was one for the tourists and everybody else. This is what our reading of God's law is prohibiting. You must not use different weights and measures to cheat people. Rather, you must use accurate weights and measures and be honest in your commerce. So when you're selling your used car, Don't misrepresent its actual condition. Don't tell the buyer that it runs perfectly fine when it really doesn't. Don't tell them that that you've never had any problems with the car when you really have. Don't dump a special additive into the gas tank to temporarily conceal the engine's pings and knocks. Do you get the idea? Do you understand what the Lord is requiring of you? 
don't bill your client for more hours than you actually spend on the project. Don't punch the time clock at work and then spend the next 15 minutes goofing off. Don't intentionally write the wrong bulk bin number on the little twisty tie so you pay less for your trail mix. Don't use half of the bottle of shampoo and then return it for a full refund, claiming that it just isn't working for you. Don't demand a huge discount because the dress has some major flaw in it when you know it can be fixed in two minutes with a needle and a little bit of thread. God is commanding us to be honest in our commerce. We need to use accurate weights and measures, accurate scales and balances. But understand, brothers and sisters, the honesty that God is requiring of us goes beyond the milk and cheese we purchase from the local grocer. There are other scales and balances we use to weigh moral things. And these require honesty as well. When you weigh your own moral character, do you use the same weights and measures that you use when you are weighing other people's moral character? Do you turn an ounce of your own good behavior into a pound? And, a, uh, and for other people, uh, a pound of their good behavior into an ounce? Is that the scale you use? Or do you turn a pound of your own behavior into an ounce and an ounce of other people's bad behavior into a pound? Make sure you're using just scales for weighing moral things, brothers and sisters. And how about the scales you use for weighing spiritual things? How about the balances that you use for measuring trials and tribulations? Do you complain to God about how heavy your afflictions are, that they're beyond your ability to bear, but then you give little concern to your neighbor who is bearing a similar load of affliction, or perhaps even a greater load of affliction? Do you question God's kindness because you look around at other people's lives and you think they have it so good, and you look at your own life and you think you have it so bad? Make sure you're using just scales for weighing spiritual things, brothers and sisters. The Lord demands that we use honest weights and measures. You shall not have in your bag differing weights, a heavy and a light, nor shall you have differing measures, a large and a small, but you shall have a perfect and just weight, a perfect and just measure for commerce, as well as for moral things, as well as for spiritual things. Proverbs 20, 10 put it succinctly, diverse weights and diverse measures, they are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Diverse weights and diverse measures, they are both alike an abomination to the Lord. So brothers and sisters, if you've been using dishonest weights and measures in commerce, or if you've been using dishonest weights and measures in moral things or in spiritual things, then you need to repent of your sin. You need to confess your sin to the Lord and then forsake your sin, turning from dishonesty, turning from dishonest scales to honest scales and from dishonest measures to honest measures. And remember, dear friends, that the God to whom you bring your confession is a faithful 
just and merciful God. He is gracious. He graciously pardons and forgives all who truly repent while trusting in the atoning work of Jesus Christ. And so let's confess our sins to this merciful God. Let's bring our confessions to him uh, in, in, the, in the time of silent prayer. And then after a suitable time of silence, I'll lead us in a corporate prayer of confession as well.